When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to South Africa, known affectionately as the Rainbow Nation, to incorporate its vast number of tribes and cultures. Regardless of creed or race or pronunciation, one trickster sprite spreads fear amongst all. Slinging a massive langer over his shoulder. You best beware. And make sure to put a brick under your bed so he can't nibble your toe. Okay. No, this is look, this isn't David Attenborough, but look, we um, this is not the best intro we've done. We wrote this <laughs> We wrote this in the pub um just before Just before coming on. But listen, let me let me just say Welcome to South Africa, home of the Tokalash. Hit my music. Oh, you got that sexy beast. You're just so sexy. Are you a Loch Ness monster? Or are you Bigfoot, cryptid, supernatural vampires, banshees, Tony and Jago? Oops, there's a Wendigo. Hey, 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 coming after me. Who the fuck said you could laugh at me? Smack with me. With a Bigfoot dick, you could slap with me? Blasphemy. You could uh, come at me with a Bigfoot dick and a Loch Ness monster, pussy. Welcome to Sexy Beasts, your foray into the menagerie of the unexplained. Each podcast will be devoted to a specific creature, cryptid, or monster. We discuss its history, its merits, and then using our sexy little FEC analysis, we rate and review the beast against the other creatures in our premier crypt, so we end up with a total leaderboard. We are, we are, the youth of a nation, and also the audio version of Cryptid Top Trumps. Be sure to listen all the way to the end. Because we'll be closing out the show with Freak Encounters, where we read your submitted stories with a mysterious being, not always a ghost. And today, it's not a ghost. It's not a ghost. So whoever's managing the Wikipedia page, put it down that today is the first day that we have a non-ghost entry into Freak Encounters. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. We had the Birdman of Clontarf. No, of Kulak. We had, oh, yeah. had we had the ban we had the the banshee who was potentially just running away from a sex pest up in the mountains. <laughs> uh, so, you know, among a good a good crew. Okay, uh, people managing the Wikipedia page put the first time that Jago made a mistake when the freak counter monster <laughs> was. <laughs> Jago never made a mistake, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, sorry, I had, had had a point. I had a point before. Yeah, you don't need to know that. Right. Well, what we got today? What we got today? We got a sexy. Very, very sexy. Not as sexy as the Tick Balang. Hmm. The sexy horseman that that not only won our hearts over Jago, but I think warmed and warmed the hearts and the loins of all of our listeners. Yeah, we got a lot of responses, like a lot of uh, like not safe for work responses. Not safe for work. Yeah. A bit of like, uh, I mean, we always ask for your freak encounters, but we were getting your fucking freak fanfics with you and this horse. Yeah. Uh, which we also welcome. That made me like sleep soundly after. No, that sounded like I had a wank and <laughs> <laughs> I just rolled over. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like to read fanfic from fans. Have a little cheeky diddle and roll over. <laughs> uh, today, though, we have something that's particularly sexy. In that, one of his major things is a big, massive langer. We have from South Africa the Tukalash. 
Exactly. Yeah, Tuckalush. So, um, we're going to do the party, okay? Okay, hang on. Let me just get some... Uh, <coughs> let me get some... Oh, actually, s- before you do that, Saru uh, Bane, that is hello in the Zulu language. In the language of Osa. Osa, yeah. I'm not going to try the clicks because uh, I'll embarrass myself. Well, just I'm a bit more, I suppose, with it. I'm a bit more willing to make a change in my <laughs> life for the sake of other cultures by learning uh, Osa. Um, sorry, you're at the party. Sorry, you're at the party and you're yeah. trying to tell people about the Tukalash. So. Oh, music. Oh, yeah, I'm at the party. I walk up, uh, I see a guy, I'm like, hey, you fucking prawn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, please don't call me a prawn. Um, I say, have you heard about the Tukalush? And he says, of course I have. It's one of the most prevalent creatures that are in the South, uh, South African uh, lexicon and zeitgeist. And I was like, okay, well, let me tell you more about it. So it's a s- <laughs> I love that everyone cuts you <laughs> off because they already know. Go on. It's a small dwarf sprite. It's usually created from the corpse of a human, which... Ooh. Ooh, which is a new one for us from a, a creature that can be created from a human. Yeah. It also has a massive langer, as you stated, mm-hmm. uh, and which it uses as a scarf. Because it's so big, it has to sling it over yeah. its shoulders. Sling it over its shoulders. It keeps it warm when it's cold. You know, it's funny because Snoop Dogg has this saying. He says, I put my dick on her shoulder so she can put it on her mind later on. Do you think he was talking about the Tokalash? I think so, yeah. Like, I, d- I don't want to speak for our Lord and Savior Snoop Dogg. Sure. But I think... He definitely was talking about the Tokalash. <laughs> yeah, but they, uh, they're usually controlled by an evil witch doctor or shaman uh, from the tribes Ooh. Um, in the local areas. Uh, they have a huge fear of fire. Oh, okay. Here's a, here's a weird one. They're c- completely invisible unless you're a child. Oh. Which sort of is a bit of a weird juxtaposition between the fact that they have a massive, massive langer, langer and only kids can see yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there is, there is ways to see them. Um, if you had a dog's sleep from its eye mm-hmm. and then rub it in your eye, apparently yes. you can see it then. So you have to take the sleep of a of a dog, which I love as well that there's a, 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 a osa word for sleep mm. in a dog's eye, and we just call it sleep. I love that. You know, there's probably probably there's probably thousands of African words for sleep in a dog's eye, and we just you know we just we're just too, we too lazy. A, we probably have a word for sleep in a dog's eye, but we just call it sleep in a dog's eye. We just need something a bit catchier. Yeah. For most words, um, <laughs> and so you rub the sleep in your eye, and you can see this, this this big langered, essentially house goblin. House goblin. So, all right. So this is going to be it's a mishmash of so many things. It's, mm-hmm. it's creation. So let's start at the beginning, okay? Mm-hmm. Shaman. Shaman's gets, warming up his hands by the fire. Uh, Shaman gets a corpse. Jesus. Um, first first thing he does, he removes the eyes, removes the thong. Tongue. Thong. Thong. He removes its thong. Let me see that thong. Uh, he removes its thong. And then uh, he'll spe- uh, pierce its head with a hot poker. And that will shrink it to the size of like a goblin. A little or goblin an shrunken head. Yeah. And shrunken then what, body. Then what will happen, it will blow a secret powder up its nose. And... The secret powder will reanimate it as the Tukalosh. Secret powder sounds like. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that reference. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was you know, like drug or something. I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so it, it shrinks down into this little uh, dwarf like water sprite. Mm-hmm. It, it's completely invisible, but what, it's only invisible to adults Walter has a magic pebble in its mouth. Now, can I ask this? Because this is something that I saw mm. where it said that it will only sniff out um, members Zulu. Uh, you know, it, it actually yeah. is not is not um, 
it does it only discriminates against black Zulu. Yeah, people. so another another big thing about that is uh I know I feel sick as well at how racist <laughs> this thing is, Jago, so it, feel free to get sick. It won't it won't attack white people. Yeah. And it won't attack uh anyone of like uh, Latina descent or uh, Asian descent, right? So it's uh, purely it will only attack black people from from the especially from the, I think, I think it does attack black people, but I think like it specifically targets Zulu yeah. or people who've had Zulu ancestors and stuff like that. You know, finally, white people get a bit of a, a you know a lucky situation here. You yeah. know, we get we get we get one, I suppose, and that we won't be attacked so, by the we're so downtrodden that we don't. Get we get one, and it's not being uh, attacked by the the Tokalash. Um, but that's that's what I read. So you read the same thing that it uh, will only attack uh, members of the Zulu. Yeah, it's sort of similar. But like it's it, what it does is uh, very not vague, but it's very uh, it ranges from from tokalage to tokalage mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's like someone will like frighten children. It's it's invoked to scare children away from like fires and or from water pits and stuff like that. Right. Which I think that could have been we'll go into the evidence, but we think that could have been the origin of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, origin of it. But then it turns into it will bite your toes off while you're sleeping. Yeah, and then it turns into the usual: it will kill you or it will rape you and stuff like that. Yeah, which is sort of the darker side of this, anyway. We 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 find with these kind of tricksters. We we've had a couple of tricksters now. You know Kappa. the the Kappa, the the Tikbalang, uh, you know the the Mananganal and Aswang have been known to play you know a, a few hmm. tricks, and they all kind of verge on the light of just. Because also, I I would find I would um, this is maybe we're probably getting into evidence or you know, but I would find you know the the idea that someone would be dishonest, you know, all kind of lumped into one something that's wrong is somehow mm. just lumped into this idea of this trickster sprite, you know, especially if you got stung by one, you got duped by one, yeah, you know, you would consider that just maybe quite evil and you know, and not very cool, not very cool at all, yeah, yeah, but this you mentioned a good thing where uh, you mentioned a good thing. Did Fine. I? Yeah, you, no, no. Finally, you said one good thing <laughs> of our history of the podcast. No, because similarly, when we had the Jersey Devil uh, last week or the week before, uh, that was our first chimera, our first uh, concoction cryptid yeah. of a bunch of various things that are all lumped into one. We've had things that are on the more ethereal, like a banshee, mm. even a tikbalang, you know, something that can enter the nether realm. But this is the first thing that a human can essentially just become can be changed or 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 this is also probably our first undead yeah that's like so uh, the, it's a huge it's a zombie essentially, essentially yeah. yeah yeah it's uh, a lot of witchcraft a lot of sort of uh, tribal magic and stuff is associated with mm. this so it is like with the power of voodoo who do you do remind me of the babe <laughs> like i wouldn't i wouldn't say you can become it because you'd be dead <laughs> but... you'll be dead yeah but similarly, when like they brought Buffy back and she was all like, spoiler, sorry, but uh, when they brought Buffy back hmm. and she was all like, oh, I feel different. You should have left me. Or Richard Hammond, for example, when he had that car crash and he came back and he was acting all weird in those interviews. Oh, yeah. No, but I think that might have been brain damage. No, uh, my theory is the wrong soul came back. <laughs> okay, is that another episode where having Richard Hammond's wrong soul? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so after we've had... We've had the Tikbalang, and now we've had the Tukalash. Next week, Richard Hammond. Hammond. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, but this is, a, this is a very popular thing, Jago. This is a very popular cryptid. I mean, this is something that was actually um, 
this was this was a cryptid gifted to me um, by uh, Kevin at Thinkhouse. Uh, we were doing a thing, and he he's from South Africa, and he recommended uh, the Tuckalash. Never heard of it before, and now that I've gone down the little wiki hole. You know, it's fantastic. Also, keeping that in mind, you can also send us cryptids. We we go by the Wikipedia list of cryptids and and all the other lists. Mm. But uh, if you got one, you got a hometown cryptid, send it in. Send it in. We'll investigate it for you, and we'll make a definitive decision on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as you said before, I didn't actually hear about this before, and then you used to text me, and you were like, "Here, let's check this out." Yeah. And then I just was like, "Oh, hey, I'll look up uh, some South African papers," and I typed it in, took a lot, um, and like hundreds of entries. Some really dark, and we may go into them later. Yeah. And some like really frivolous, and also we'll go into them later because we yeah, will. Yeah. We love them. Yeah. yeah, we love those. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So you you have a, a basic grasp, but now I think we're gonna move on to. Ooh, fighting. Fighting. Ooh. I mean, this thing has malicious intent. Yeah, it does have no. It doesn't. I'm gonna oh. correct you there. It it only does whatever the person who controls it, whoever put the hot iron poker in its dead head, controls oh, it. Yeah, okay, you're spot on. So, saying it has malicious intent is it's it's a puppet, basically a homunculus. Wait, wait, who? A homunculus. Is that a? Po- it's it's basically yeah, sorry yeah. It's just Latin for a small person. Um, <laughs> it's, it just means someone that's created by some sort of magic. I watch a lot of. Uh, Brotherhood or whatever the fuck that is. Do you know, I feel like people are at home and they're playing uh, Sexy Beasts Bingo. Yeah. I think they should have a drink now to hear a word they've never heard before. Told you by the smarter <laughs> Mark Jago. The smarter. <laughs> Generally. But yeah, so like I've read a lot of uh, things about its hypersexuality and um, stuff like that. So apparently a lot of witches will summon it because they're not having sex. Mm. And they'll summon it just to get pleasured by it. Because obviously it has uh, that good dick. That that D. That good that D. Slang and D. Is there like a limit of how many times we can say dick in a podcast? I think we're gonna push it. I think we're gonna be like the new good fellas for fuck, but this time with dick. Dick. Yeah, so he has a massive dick, but apparently yeah, some witches will uh summon him air quotation marks to pleasure themselves. And that actually does come into a bit of evidence later and I'll talk to you a lot about that. And as well he he's he's also while also pleasuring these witches, which sounds Unreal. Hmm. Uh, he's also trimming their fringes. I read. Oh, really? What? He gives them bangs. So, <laughs> like, he cuts them like a little Vidal Sassoon, and he trims their bangs so that they can see. Because the hair, these, he actually kind of cuts their hair. So, it, like, is it, is that a thing? Like, um, to sort of identify a witch that she has bangs. She bangs. She bangs. Oh, baby. She moves. Tukolosh, tukolosh. Um. So if someone has bangs, then they're definitely a witch. Is no, that no, no, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's just he. I ju- I just read that that um he's also a bit of a tender lover in that you know he'll give her a bit of a, a bit of a haircut after. Yeah, like it's it's weird. So like there's like, there's really lovely stories about it not attacking sure. people and being uh, a very uh, benevolent sort of mischievous spy. Like obviously mm-hmm. he'll do weird things or whatever, but like he'll uh, make a girl. Come, sound. Cut their hair. Yeah. He'll also protect uh, children. Yes. Yeah. That's that. That's an important thing. So similarly to Sam Beckett in Quantum Leap, uh, only children can see the Tokolosh. Yeah. Uh, and so as a result, he would be likely to befriend them and, and take care of them. Obviously, we discussed the recipe to see how you rub the sleep of the dogs or yeah. dog sleep in your if you're eye, a grown ass man. If you're a grown ass man. But if you apparently if you stand near a hearth so like a fire in your house mm-hmm. and your clothes smell like fire and a is near you it will spit out 
it's magic pebble that keeps it invisible and then you can see it. Oh. So we haven't really discussed its fighting ability. So we do, I'll, I'll list sure. some things. Out. So obviously, invisibility is huge. Huge. I mean, uh, there's an entire Fantastic Four person based on that. Yeah, the thing. And <laughs> there's... Uh, he wishes. <laughs> it can bite toes. It bites toes. Yeah, it's something. But also, there is a bit of magic to it. So yeah. I wouldn't count it out for fighting ability because it has been known to kill people just by its presence in general. Yeah. Um, but Much like me on stage. These little zingers back. <laughs> <laughs> it's technically it's undead. That's what I've come to. Yes. So you can kill it, but you'd have to. The only way you can kill it is by killing the original creator. Oh, so kind of like who essentially sired it. Yeah, exactly. Who, whatever created the Tokolosh, you have to kill it. So we're gonna drop it into our theater of screams. Oh, ah! I still haven't made a sting for that. No. Um. It, this is like it's unstoppable, unless I, the cre- unless the creator is in the theater screams with it. That's a very very good point. Hmm. Wow, could it be indestructible? Maybe maybe my fighting score was very low. <laughs> <laughs> maybe considering that, but like the thing is, like it does have its weaknesses. Like it's pebble, it's gone. It's pebble. It punch it in the face. Punch it in the face. But the thing is, you need to see it to punch it in the face. So mm. if again, it comes down to if you're prepped. You're ready. You're ready to go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, does it? Would it give off a shimmer like, say, a predator? Do you think? What? I, I mean, what is real a visit or, or um, solid snake? A green, essentially, outline of it walking around. In I would. Uh, I, I would definitely think it's like a predator. Like, and he has the little. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a little shimmer as he goes by. Yeah. Well, then I mean, just you can probably find its head, but also like it. It, it if it's invisible, and it doesn't have claws. Mm. Right, so we look at other things where they've torn it to shreds. The Jersey Devil came out, uh, you know, stomping came, people, stomping people, yeah. up, tearing them apart. The Tick Balang stomped people in their head. The Dubber Coup was, you know, lashed out of the water and tore a woman's neck out and all this stuff. This guy is a little goblin. He bites toes. He bites toes. Yeah. I mean, I suppose once, once you lose your two big toes, you're going to be a bit disorientated, but. Uh, you know, but I don't know. I mean, he doesn't, the, ha- he doesn't yeah. have the same ability. So if he's invisible, you just keep kicking at head height. You could knock the stone out of it. But there's this general sort of um, malaise and um, uh, like uh, death cloud that's around them. So if he if he's in a house for too long, people will start to die. Right. So, and it's usually around nighttime. It's usually when they're in the bed or anything like that. So unless like someone puts some few like sleeping bags in the tear, there are screams and like everyone's just having a nap and stuff like that. Fair, very fair. Yeah. And also a couple of other things he has. He has, which I think is very Final Fantasy Seven. He's got the ability, you know, to poison essentially, like an illness. Yeah. So I view that like you know, and you're like HP going, you know. He's going. Yeah. And also, you know what? I. Uh, do you, do you ever have like when you're hanging out in like whatever state you used to hang out with, and you'd be hanging out and you know chatting to girls for the first time when you were twelve, thirteen, mm. you know, and then there'd be like a real tough guy would, would walk around. And then the the always the toughest guy you'd hear like I remember there was a guy who went walking to Marino and the whole thing was like you know he hits girls <laughs> and it's like so he must be fucking insane you know it's what mad. I mean Cause, no cause, one hits a girl because you got tough people up to a point but when it's someone who hits girls you're like this guy's fucking you know barometer for what's for what he could do in a situation is fucking off the off, mm. off the charts so this guy would hit a girl and this guy does is a sex pest as well as yeah. you know this is this is this guy would be in solitary you know. He he would be on con, in con air in that little chair. He's with the, 
Steve. Oh my god, I've actually written that down. He's Steve Buscemi. Fuck in on air. I actually have that written down. That's. Is have you got written that? Never I down? don't have that written down. Why would I have that written down? I have it written down. Like, what? Well, what did you think that? Because because I was thinking of like what, how to relate him to a human. Like if he was human and he would be, uh, like a small sex offender in prison. Yeah. And then I thought of Conair. That's man. There's such a good reason why we do this podcast together. <laughs> we can just suck so each other. We always suck each other. <laughs> slung over with langers on our shoulders. We always finish each other's sandwiches. Don't finish that sentence. I was. Don't interrupt me, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, in general, I rank this guy's fighting not very high, but I not very low. Sort of gave it a bit of a low one because I thought like he needs to be controlled. If the person controlling him does not give him malicious intent, he's not going to fuck you up. Mm. Okay, so I can't you, remember what we gave the kappa, but it would be around the same lines. But I, I, I gave it a, a fighting of four point five. Oh, do you know what? I'm not going to tell you why I gave it. So let's just say four point five for that. Why are you going to come back with the real one? What? No, I I only gave it a three. But I thought that after I sort of convinced you that was a bit more <laughs> had a bit more fighting ability. You can give it a four if you want. No, I'll give it four point five. Okay. Okay. Right now we're going to move on. Do a cheeky little bit of evidence. But what is the evidence, sir? I'm just writing something down. So definitely a lot of people talking about it. Yeah, so obviously I hadn't heard this before. You text me, so I checked mm-hmm, this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I typed it in. Obviously got the Wiki- Wikipedia page up and I read it. And I was like, the Wikipedia is pretty short. Yeah. Um, so then I I put on my detective hat Very and good. I went to um, a different website. A different website. <laughs> uh, it's, I went to uh, Google.com. Um, no, I went to like a South African red top, so like a tabloid paper. Oh, and wow. I just typed it in. And 100 entries going back from like 1996. Fuck me. So I went through most of them, but I've got I've got a couple here. Uh, you can jump in anytime and tell me your yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, there's a guy called... Uh, Seabart Malaji, he was 53. Oh. Uh, in 2006, he was wa- um, his a family member started dying and they were all complaining of sore feet. Oh no. Yeah. Nibble, nibble, nibble. He kept hearing uh, sounds on the top of his roof and he kept hearing his door kicked in. Uh, in 2010, he woke up and there was river sand all in his armpits and in his groin. What? Yeah. So apparently that's the thing. So the uh, we didn't actually go into this before. But uh, Tokolosh will like threaten you that mm-hmm. I'm going to drown you in a river, yeah, and then put sand on you to show that he could put you in the river. Jesus, he like to. the horse head in the bed. Yeah, sort of similar to that. Because um, he's a, he started off as a water sprite, and then essentially became like a Dobby the house elf kind of vibe. Yeah, so it sort of got bastardized by. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a pure Zulu culture. It was like a water sprite. It was a bit. Uh, bit malevolent like it did bad things but it was it wasn't a killer and then it mm. sort of sort of picked up we'll go into it in a bit later in evidence about why we think it picked up sure yeah um but anyway back to this guy seabird uh, he found a python in his bath um and he why <laughs> this is a bit weird he walked around to the people in the village and asked them what to do with the python he had the python in his hand <laughs> and they were like oh kill it cut its head off and then eat it so he did and then they accused him of witchcraft because he like seen him eating the python <laughs> So now he has had to move away. His family have le- <laughs> his family have left him because this tokolage is fucking him up. <sighs> no, but like people told him to. No, like I mean, <laughs> I have to think that it was the it was the advice of the of the community more so than the sand in his arms. 
that probably made him to be kind of a one to watch. No, man. Talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose he was the core of it all, yeah. Is, he's the starter, but here's another one for you, but right? He, but see, see I, I also, I'd just say on this, because I was looking up some of these... Um, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't want to, to to discriminate or whatever, but I did find um, a lot of South African tabloids kind of devoid of like facts or like locations. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of, and then he, and then like I've genuinely read articles that were like, and then the Tokolosh did this because. And I'm like, I've never read an article where That's it's like literally that. like stating facts. Yeah, without it's, any sort of back it, into, it's yeah. literally like someone sitting around a campfire. Hmm. You know, where everyone already believes in a Tokolosh and it's in a fucking paper. But anyway, continue, please. Uh, so next up we have uh, Patrick Mal F.A. Um, these names are obviously butchered because I'm woeful. He's 43. Um, he lost. This one's a bit weird. So he lost his phone and his jacket while he was out going for a soft drink, Tony. Hey, uh, that's my thing, if you don't know. That's his thing. Um, and then he woke up the next morning and he had uh, bite marks on his right nipple. God. He went I love that you're demonstrating your nipple. <laughs> I just have to show you my nipple. <laughs> uh, he went to the doctors and uh, they didn't know what the cause was. So for the next five or six years, he used to wake up with the tukalosh sucking on his right nip. Fucking hell. Five or six years. And uh, he kept going back to the doctors and they kept seeing that there was like teething marks on his nipple. Like they've been documented teething marks on his nipple. But they couldn't explain what it was. Uh, and then one day he found his lost jacket and then the tukalosh stopped, stopped sucking his nip. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love that's your take on it. Uh, do you know what that immediately makes me think of is, is the Tocolanche maybe responsible for more sleep paralysis than we know being Ooh. the kind of invisible water sprite yeah. and just sitting Messaging, there? Because I get sleep paralysis sometimes. Yeah. Though, and it's fucking terrifying. Terrifying. Especially especially if you've been at a festival and you've zero fucking serotonin in your system. Yeah. You know, and you're just having the, the night horrors. And then maybe it's the fucking, maybe the Tokolosh is taking a nice little uh, business class trip from South Africa to Dublin to sit on my chest. <laughs> to be, yeah, like, I've woken up and I had sore nips. Maybe you should, that's because you run quite a lot though, don't you? Oh yeah, maybe that's, maybe it's my chest <laughs> chafing me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to this is my last one I've got sure. for evidence alright um, this is uh, a woman called Fatty uh, shout out to Fatty Burke as well same name Fatty Burke what's going on um, I'm not even gonna try and pronounce her second name Sika Ballet her, she's 30 so she admits that she's in a relationship with a Tocolache Tocolache <laughs> sorry I'm losing it here um, and she every single night she wakes up and she has sex with this is she a witch uh, she claims she's not a witch. She says that someone else is trying to help her. She thinks it's an ex-boyfriend that's trying to help her. Uh, because, help her? Because she had uh, intimacy issues. Oh, right. Um, so, basically, every night she wakes up, and then <laughs> the Tokoshe stopped showing up because her bedspread was too old. <laughs> so he stopped showing up. He said her bedspread was too old. And then she got really desperate. So she went and bought a whole new bed set. And Lovely. the next night, he turned up. Hey. And, uh, so she said, in this in this red top tabloid that I was reading, it's like, um, and then the for, for the first time ever, he spent the night, instead of just disappearing after he had sex with her, he spent the night. <laughs> So you got that new bedspread. Tokolosh. Likey. <laughs> um, sorry, no, I had Marvin getting my phone already. Uh, so so is that is that something people can do? They'd be like, well, do you know what, love? Uh, I know we broke up because you were shit in bed. 
uh, and I'm going to send a tokolosh over to show you a thing or two. Yeah, it's like that's a weird sort of roundabout way of helping someone that you still care about. You know what I mean? It's very like the um, very like that scene in Blade Runner uh, where like you know you have like the surrogate body. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, know. and uh, her as well. They did that scene. Mm. We had a kind of surrogate Android Oh, yeah, body. the Android body, yeah. You know. Now, this is going to, we're going to go into a bit of a dark uh, place here, but sure. sorry after Marvin Gage going straight into it. Um, there actually was a... Uh, there, there's a couple of court cases, but I'll talk about one at the minute. Because I would just say before you say this, that there has been... Uh, the the, the, the Tukalash has been used quite a lot for... Essentially, I mean, it's probably been used more than we've even read for very disgraceful behavior, yeah. or maybe even a level of mental illness that hasn't fully been, you know, explained in sort of some more of the rural parts of South Africa. Sure, yeah. Like, that. Um, like there is um, a, a really famous one where um, a, a witch doctor, and actually what's it called a sangama, I think they're called in South Africa, um, actually fed paraffin wax to a baby and then beat it until it died. Jesus, uh, which is pretty. F- pretty grim yeah like i know this is we're supposed to get life hard and whatever but no, like, this, no, no. this is a legitimate thing um he claimed that it was possessed by the spirit and it, he asked the police not to put it in um the more because the more temperature was too cold and it, he, he couldn't resurrect it if Fuck it was too me. cold yeah so that and like uh, a lot of people came out to support him it was like really yeah, outside the courtrooms there was protests but people come to support like which is uh, basically we'll, we'll go into like what we think it is like so we think it is it's been used to create hysteria in these local sure. tribes and it and, and quite easily done from from the looks of things from looks of things yeah so we, we think like this is the one that we think that its actual origin is a financially a financially, financially motivated yeah because um these witch doctors in the local community will get people to buy um like potions or herbs, salts and salt stuff, and like stuff that, that will yeah, protect yeah. them. Um, so they go they go from village to village or in whatever village they're in, and they'll say that the only way that you get protected by this is if you buy this off me. Right. Which is in like especially in South Africa, or even in Africa in general. Like, mm-hmm. think about like if you're an albino in Africa, people think you're a witch automatically, and they will, will try and hunt you down. Yeah, like to some extent, you know, yeah. and and you have as well. That's you know. Um, like a whole thing of, uh, I mean, the the witch the witch doctors is so is so dangerous, you know. And I know you have there was a huge thing epidemic of people thinking that you know a cure for HIV was to have sex with a virgin, mm. you know. And then there was a, a massive widespread epidemic of people just raping and stuff and trying to fl- you know essentially get rid of this disease. Yeah. Um. You know, from this misinformation of 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 witch doctors, you know, I'm all I'm I'm a big fan of shaman. You know, and I love cool like old because ayahuasca. I, in yeah, the desert but but I but I do think as well like especially if you look at you know Zulu, they have and it's not necessarily written down, but they have these phenomenal storytellers that can literally trace everything back thousands of years mm. from the origin of species. I was even watching this thing today, Shaman Credo Mutua. Shaman Credo Mutua is the guy who is a good friend of da- friend of David Ike's, who kind of corroborates the idea that they that the originally the. Uh, humans interbred with these reptilians from Draco and all this what's, stuff. What's it called? It's, it's in the Marvel movies as well. Yeah, the the Chitahuri, Chitahuri which yeah. which are going to be a topic in a future episode. Yeah. Um, but then I watched a video today where he was talking about from a different constellation, the constellation of Orion. Is this the guy from the Zulu? <laughs> this is Credo Mutua. 
he saw he said that from the con so so the aliens and the reptilians and the royals hmm. so all the the royal bloodlines come from the constellation Draco, but he says that from the constellation Orion come our sea mammals, and he said that the whales came from Orion and they taught us about God and religion, and the dolphins came and they taught us about art and the idea of appreciating beauty. That's really cool. It's quite cool. Yeah. So he was making a plea, basically, to say, please stop killing dolphins. Anyway, bit of a roundabout thing. But yeah, Witch Doctor is good and bad, but there's a lot of people skimming off the top yeah. for these um, from, from the Tuckalash. Because I got a bit dark there, well, I'll, I'll finish this on a, a bit of a light, hey, lighthearted yeah. note, okay? So in 1994, three UFOs, I know you love this, Sonny. Three yes. U- UFOs flew over a village in uh, southern Zimbabwe. Um, the, the, the UFOs landed... Okay, mm-hmm. and apparently six or seven Tokola uh, came out. What's the plural? Like Tokoloshi. Tokoloshi came out. Um, they went into the village. They pleasured all the women and then left. And <laughs> 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 now this this isn't a police report. So apparently all the men were so fucking pissed off. They went to the police and ratted the men. <laughs> like <laughs> they discovered the clitoris. They yeah like. The women were into it, and like lovely, uh, it was like I don't have to start here. That's a life for me now, honestly. Going to different planets, pleasuring all the women, not in a kind of way where I get something out of it, but giving something to the women Back because I am them, such yeah. a good lover that it would be a they would really appreciate that on any on any planet. And if you're listening from any planet, um, <laughs> you can uh, get in touch with me. Um, Just but send, that, send more sea mammals to teach us more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I wonder which mammals taught us about lust, and I bet it was uh, the elephant. But what was interesting is why? Why the elephant? Um, I think I think I'm thinking. I'm just thinking of Freddie got fingered, and that scene where they oh, wank off the elephant. Oh yeah, I, I know. I view elephants as um, sexual creatures. Sex like powerful, big, booming. You now you can tell I've had a point now before doing this. Uh, what I did like about that uh, the Zimbabwe UFO story is that apparently. Uh, the flying saucer is so common in Zimbabwe that they have uh, a word for it, which is Ruserwa. So the Zimbabweans will like, like there's always flying saucers flying above. Oh yeah. Mm. Do you think that they can see it more because like in the less light pollution? Of, yeah, light yeah, pollution. Yeah, 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 so yeah, there's exactly probably so. loads of aliens flying around. Um, we haven't given this a score no, we haven't. yet. Um, I, despite all that, everything you said, I don't rate this evidence very highly. Yeah. Um, because although there is the one thing that I read was there was a there was an, uh, a legend about uh, a woman who um, was not being pleasured enough by her man mm-hmm. uh, fell in love with a tukalush by the river mm-hmm. uh, and she famously wore nine gold bracelets on her wrist uh, the tukalush uh, she went home or no she wasn't being pleasured by a man she was doubt- lamenting about this by the river uh, the Tukalosh came along offered its big massive langer yeah. she fled said I'm not really interested in that it's a bit too too big for me too like, might, get a, might get a UTI uh, went back to her fella uh, was like look this Tukalosh was after me and then he they had sex with her with him they had good sex because she was so sad she went back to the river and the Tukalosh cut off her arm uh, and but apparently in like 1930 or 19 sorry 1956, they found an arm with with nine bangles on it that fit this like kind of what? chosen story, and it's still in a museum today. But I mean, more, 
Sorry, weird noise. It doesn't prove anything. It doesn't prove any tukalash. I mean, this is not this is not like your you know the, your your chupacabra mangy dog. Hmm. This is not your dubberku because yes, you could have a big otter. I gave this an evidence, and I appreciate all the stories, and hmm. I love how popular it is, and that'll come back in the cool factor. But I gave an evidence of three. Three. I actually gave a three point five. I'll give you three point five. Yeah. Three point five. Right. Okay, so that's 4.5 for fighting, 3.5 for evidence. And next up, we have a cool baby. Cool baby. So this thing's really cool. I mean, I, 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 I in terms of popularity, very, very popular. Yeah. Um, like a whole, like... The continent basically knows about this. Well, maybe yeah. not the north of it, but like more so- southern Africa. Yeah, I mean, it's huge in Zimbabwe. It's um, huge in South Africa. Mm. It has uh, a Antwerp song about it. Yeah, like in Evil, uh, Evil, Boy. Evil Boy. Yeah, you know, um, it is the logo for the surfing brand Salt Rock. Is it really? Yeah, uh, it's also in a movie called A Reasonable Man, where uh, like uh, a white, obviously white savior. White. Oh, brilliant. A, Sounds awesome. <laughs> a white man saves, uh, or is representing a black man mm. who uh, thinks that, or who murdered someone because he thought he was possessed by a Tokoloshe. By a Tokoloshe. Tokoloshe. Um, you know, it's 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 very, very, I mean, you, you've seen how many hits it gets online. Yeah. You know, uh, you, I mean, it's, it's also kind of, look, in terms of like the things that, and this is not this. This is where we're not talking about you know evidence and facts or anything like that. This is where we can kind of get give our opinion. This thing is a goblin with a fucking massive langer. Wears a scarf, fucks witches to pleasure them, lands down in Zimbabwe, pleasures all the women and leaves. I mean, it's a cool motherfucker. Yeah, like get rid of any of like history that have been that has been associated with it. Like on its base level, it's a cool Furby esque sex boy. Sex boy. Yeah, little fuck boy, little. and in in typical tradition, uh, I have to sell this to the mainstream. You know, have you got a trailer? I have a trailer. Oh, I have a trailer that I made. Now, I will say this ahead of time, right? I'm going to apologize for some of these accents. I know I was given out by the Mukele Mbembe that you're not supposed to do accents, but I don't know how else you do a trailer if you don't do some accents. But it's not. Are you fucking prone. You're hey, fucking prone, man. Why don't you give me some sweeties, man? <laughs> the sweetie man right this is I can't believe you guys said actually the Tony's accent in the Bunyip episode was better I yeah said that right I love now. that by fuck the way you, you. I'm, loving, I'm loving I'm loving the social media right and I'm loving the fact that 63% of you said that my accent was better than Jago's and I hope that you can appreciate when you hear this that my South African accent is also much my better hat. than Jago's also I don't know if this comes across entirely but this this film takes place in the early 90s during the end of apartheid. Okay. Dave, you never have time to play with me anymore. But my son, you know I have to work out. This apartheid thing is really kicking off. But you're always doing the work. You never have time for me. My son, sometimes there are things much bigger than you and me. I'll fuck you, Dad. I never want to fucking talk to you again. Son, someday you will learn. Violent protests in Johannesburg result in one journalist's death. Dead! Sometimes the person you need is right under your bed. Hey, what's that sound? Hi, get the fuck away from my day's watch. <laughs> hey, you can't see me? Yeah, man. You've got to cock the size of me fucking leg. I'm Danny. I'm Toko. 
They're about to show the world that borders are built to be fucking broken down. Ladies, gentlemen, and members of the United Nations, my name is Denny Thompson. I've come here today to help end apartheid. If my friendship with this little fucking big dick goblin man is anything to go by, anyone can be friends. Black, white, boy, or tokoloshi. I want to thank you, Denny and Toko, for helping end apartheid. It was nothing, President Mandela. Thank you for everything you've done for civil rights and being a fucking legend and all that, man. It was nothing. And you, Toko, is there anything I can get you, the savior of South Africa? Um, could I nipple on your toes? Toko! <laughs> okay. Toko. So... But it was brilliant. That's the one of the best you've done. I have to. I have to Thank you that. very much. Yeah. So you get the premise: boy who doesn't realize that apartheid is much more important than spending time with his dad. Yeah. His dad dies, and he befriends this uh, this sex goblin, and the sex goblin's friendship proves and sh- proves to South Africa that apartheid should have left this place a long, long time, time ago. ago. Okay. So obviously, I always ask you this question. Yep. Who plays Nelson Mandela? Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, Trevor Noah plays Nelson Mandela. Trevor Noah, who plays um, Danny? Danny is played by the young kid who was in Room, uh, and is also going to be in the new Predator movie. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, finally Toko. Motherfucking Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> So he's cool. I will give you this. He's cool. He's like, cool. You know what I mean. Um, what you give him? Uh, I gave Toko. Well, not actually not huge to be honest. I mean, I gave him. A, I gave him a cool. And this is because I'm trying to cut out. So this is something I said to you. I want. I want to cut out sevens because you should. You should go for a six or an eight. Mm-hmm. Commit to whether it's on that side sevens or your side. Two av. Two av. Yeah. So I gave it a six. You gave it a six. Right. I like it though. Tell you what, I gave it a five. I'm gonna, I, I'll, I will. Five, four, five point five. Five point five. Yeah. And here we go. And that comes out at twelve point five. Jesus. Very low. It's not great for Toko. I think it loses it on evidence. It loses on fighting ability. Cool fact that it made a ground. All right, so it is above the bunyip. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Thank fuck for that. So it's not bottom of the barrel. So can we have can we have the existing top three? Maybe you don't have to do the whole the whole. Okay, number one Irish favorite Dubberku. Ow! Number two Japanese hero the Kappa. We love him. And number three Irish favorite the Banshee. Yes, we're not biased here at all. Yeah. No. Yeah, but like I, I actually liked it, but I, I just couldn't. The evidence, was yeah. Just... It also kind of just you know what I mean. It 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 it's um. It got a bit it, too dark for me. It did get a bit dark, and it's also like this whole hypersexual, big massive langer thing. It's like, it's like a an accessory you would buy in the airport on the way home from a holiday. You know, it, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't have the same. It's like it's a toy you'd buy to if you were in it going to a shit stag. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Keep that in mind for my stag. I, w- I want to dress as a tokoloshi. So, 
let's move on to a cheeky bit of Freak Encounters. Freak Encounters. <laughs> Right, so thank you very much. You've actually, uh, a lot of people have sent in some very nice freak encounters over the last couple of weeks, and we weren't checking. You were sending it in during, uh, th- through the Instagram, and uh, we didn't see them until now, but we've got them. We've also got your emails, uh, and we have one here that actually came in, so it's at Sexy Beast Pod on all the socials, uh, or Sexy Beast Podcast on Facebook, but a lot of people have been sending in emails, and you know what? We do enjoy getting those emails. So this one is from... Uh, Rory Kirk. Kirk, I'm a fucking freak encounter, not a bloody... uh, James T. Kirk. Anyway, right, here we go. Uh, Right. Keep all this in. Don't edit this out. This is all gold. Right, here we go. Freak encounters. And again, I will read this exactly as it was written. So if I fuck up, that's Rory Kirk's fault. Oh, this is a different version. Let's it keep is, let's yeah. keep let's keep yeah, going yeah, with it. Going. Well, lads, this happened about ten years ago. I think it was two thousand seven, two thousand and eight season, and City had just lost to Arsenal. I was in Wexford, visiting my cousin. He lives down by the coast. We were walking back to his house one evening after a fishing trip. His land extends down towards the bay, near the salty islands. We had about five or six fields to walk back through on the way back to the house. We were walking between fields, and there are ditches and trees on either side. There was four of us, and my cousin's three dogs with us. About halfway back, the dogs started barking at something in the trees. My cousin and I heard rustling and looked up. What I saw, I can't really explain. The sun was going down, so all I saw was the silhouette of something seemingly swinging from branch to branch or tree to tree. It was about four foot tall and it seemed to swing past us. It seemed to have massive feet and either jumped from tree to tree, swung past us and down towards the forest and moved at a crazy pace. I honestly can't say I've ever seen anything like it before. To this day, we don't really know what we saw. It happened in about five seconds. Nobody else has access to that part of the land, so you know it could have been living there for ages. Was it a monkey or something else? All we know as we named it the Frogman of Carrickstone, a lot like the Jess Lady of Carlo. To this day, we keep an eye out in the tree line beside us whenever we go down there, and the dogs aren't a fan of that place. From Roy and Carl. P.S. We're currently in New Jersey, and we'll be travelling to the Pine Barrens in the hunt for the pervy devil himself. Yeah! Go on, uh, Roy and Carl. I love that, because that is not a ghost. That was a fucking Frogman of, what was it, Carrickstown? Carrickstown. Love that. Love it. Again, if you want to send it in, you got at Sexy Beast Pod on all the socials or sexybeastpod at gmail.com. Mark Jago, mm-hmm. which I didn't give you a title at the top of the show, but the, the dampiest wets are on Tinder, <laughs> Grinder, and Crypter, which is the crypto one. Which is what we actually set up. So if, if anyone wants to download it pretty soon, C or Y P T or, and you can connect with other cryptozoologists in your area. Mark Jago, close the set. What's going on? I'll give you a quote here from uh, Desmond Tutu. If you want peace, you do not talk to your friends. 
you talk to your enemies. Oh, thank you very much. Bye bye. You got that sexy beast. You're just so sexy. Are you a Loch Ness monster? Or are you Bigfoot, cryptid, supernatural vampires, banshees, Tony and Jago? Oops, there's a Wendigo. Hey, 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 come on after me. Who the fuck said you could laugh at me, smack with me? With a Bigfoot dick, you could slap with me? Blasphemy. You could uh, come at me with a Bigfoot dick, a Loch Ness monster, pussy. Bay, bay, sexy beast. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. I'm on the same. You're a fucking bollocks. Get fuck off here now, you're a...